This is In Focus, the weekly public affairs program from KTBB and the team sports radio, featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. Good morning, East Texas, and welcome to In Focus on KTBB, KTBB.com, and 92.1 The Team. This week's guest is Mark Shaw. He's with Camp V. Thank you for joining us this morning. And if you have any comments or questions on this or any In Focus episode, please drop us an email at KTBB.com slash In Focus. Mark, good morning. Good morning, Lonnie. Uh, I just want to say thank you for having me back here. Uh, last time I was here was with John. I uh, really was hit hard with his passing. I think he was a great loss to the community. And I'm really, really glad to be back on this show with you. Your, uh, your specific uh, involvement with Camp V, uh, I want to jump right into it. And uh, I want to at first... Uh, if we can just touch off on uh, some of the significant events coming up in 2024 for you. Okay, well, let me start off with what Camp V stands for. Uh, military personnel really love their acronyms, right? So Camp V stands for Community Assisting Military Personnel and Veterans, meaning that you can be prior service or you can be currently in service and need some help. And we have all those services under one roof. All five letters are part of an acronym. Would you say that again? Absolutely. Okay. Camp V. Community Assisting Military Personnel and Veterans. Oh, thank you. I, that, that helps so much. And, and, I, and I hate, uh, I, I did a little research on Camp V. I didn't see that anywhere on the page, like where it was obvious. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's interesting because I always wondered if there was like a camp. V. Exactly. You know? And, you know, a lot of people get us mixed up with other stuff, but it's becoming a staple in Tyler, Texas now. Uh, one of my jobs when I first came on, uh, as my director told me, he goes, your job is to get the word out that we actually exist. And now that I've been after it a little over two years, I get a very big response on all the places that I go. Instead of people not knowing who we are, there's a majority of the crowd that knows who we are and they want to know more about us. And because they've heard so many good things about us. Let's do that today. Let's start there. Let's start with what you do. Okay. Well, first of all, our mission statement is a veteran's answer for connections, services, and hope. Now, when we say connections, that means that we can connect you with all those services and I'll say ways in order to know how to to help better your life and your quality of life prior service or even before you get out of service because we'll educate you on what you need to do in order to convert back to civilian life. And in some cases, when that hope part comes in, those are for those that, well, some of them in the day, and we know back in the, uh, you know, back the Vietnam day, uh, sure. the ones that were not greeted so greatly when they came back, they've lost hope. Uh, some of the other ones, the other generations, when they get back, they were so hurt with PTSD and maybe physical uh, injuries that they lost hope because they lost a limb or they're not exactly what they used to be or they never will be what they were back in, you know, before they went in because the prime of their life was given serving their country and that hope comes in that they find a place like Camp V where one we have all the services that you need under one roof in order to help you and everybody there wants to help you our heart is on or is in the right place to do whatever we can to get you back into the saddle of life and get you back into whatever it is you can do with what's left of your life because in some cases even myself 
I am not the same guy I was before I went in. I have to figure out what can I do now to have a quality life for the rest of my life after, well, let's just say age. That's a big factor. We we always grow old things wear out but then there's the ailments where things have worn out and i've done a lot of ruck marching just like many other soldiers and then i've taken some hits and been busted okay out. i'm not a soldier what is ruck marching ruck marching where you got that big pack on your back oh, and yes. you got your weapon you got rucksack. all that ammunition rucksack yeah and you're marching miles upon miles and it may not just be a straight street if you're over in afghanistan iraq anywhere where it's mountainous you're climbing with that stuff you're repelling down you're crossing rivers you're getting wet cold hot i mean you're getting beat up just by moving and well then the fight comes if you're out there really on the ground and you're engaging the enemy well those are the ones that come back with the hardest you know mental and physical scars and that's one of the things that we try to address whenever we get them into our facility because you know we get them in there and it's like some of them have good attitudes and some of them don't and we try to help that because the ones that don't it's because i'm not going to knock on particular entities out there where things have failed for them but we have figured out how to assist with all the VA filing and get it done efficiently where you don't have to run around everywhere. And we can get into that if you want to real quick. So like I would. I think it. it would be fantastic because I'm, I'm, as I'm listening to you, um, I'm, you know, just in my mind, I'm trying to, to relate the difference between just being in service and then seeing combat in service because mm-hmm. there's a difference. But uh, un- and under both ex- examples, I can see you needing a reintroduction into civilian life because it's exactly the polar opposite of military life. Absolutely it is. And, you know, what I would like to just go into without getting into any kind of gritty stuff, uh, let's just go into what Camp V can do for you. Yeah. All right. And if you want to get into any, I mean, if there's someone out there listening to this show and uh, they hear some gritty stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe maybe that triggers something in a positive way for them to to reach out to you. I I don't know, but I'm certainly not scared of any topic you would bring up. Well, when we go into what all we do, perhaps we will hit on okay, that because sure. we've got a lot to offer. Um, first of all, we got a brand new sign, so you can't miss us. We had a sad little sign out there. Now we have this huge digital sign. So when you're over there at 30, come through, um, coming down Front Street, we're at the address of 3212 West Front Street here in Tyler, right down the road from the Rose Garden, right next to okay. the Jones Brashears Elementary School. Okay. You, all you got to do is turn in our driveway. Come in. You don't need an appointment. And let's say you're a veteran. We're just going to go through a scenario. I'm a veteran that I have been trying to get this stuff filed with VA for years. I have these injuries, and it's obviously was service-connected. I come in, and the first thing you do is sign in our front desk. Okay. They're going to ask you what you would like. What were you here for? What you got? What's your problem? Okay. I got... VA filing problems, okay? We've got two veteran advocates that are volunteers that are excellent at their paperwork. And the biggest thing is that that veteran doesn't know what avenue to approach, what lane to go down, or what paper to file, or how to fill it out. Well, that's what those advocates are there for. And they will sit down, they will go through all your stuff and get it dress right dress, put it in order. And the beauty of what we have at Camp V is one thing that no other camp 
County has or anywhere else that I'm aware of. Smith County helped us go out and bring the Smith County Veteran Service Officers from downtown to our campus because it just happened to be one of those faithful deals where their building was going to be taken out for a parking lot for that brand new courthouse. Well, we happened to have a building and Smith County stepped up and boom, we redid that building refurbished it and now we have three service officers for smith county on our campus so they just walk out that door go over to that building go in there and see one of our wonderful service officers that are professional know exactly what they're looking at they go through the paperwork make sure all the i's are dotted t's are crossed and boom it's in you're done you're that- done now am i going to tell you once it gets into the system are you still going to have to wait on va yes you will we don't know the timeline on any given case but instead of you running around all over the place you come to camp v and you're just going to walk from one building to another it really simplifies the process yes it does it takes so, a lot of steps out no driving no gas no discontentment no discouragement why do we make it so hard i don't know you know i went through the same thing till i found kent v uh just a little story on me i started as a client okay i was a train wreck when i came in and through kent v i became what i am now and i am proud and blessed to have the job that i have and if it wasn't for the structure we have there because i'm a walking talking example of what can happen to you and literally, I have had more great things happen to my life because of it. And it happens for everybody that comes through there. That's the beauty of it. Every single service member that walks through that door, nobody's any different than anybody else other than you are a different individual and we treat you as an individual. As my director would say, we've been like Gumby. We might have all looked alike in uniform at one time, but everybody's life is different. And we peel that onion, figure out what got you to where you are, and then try to help you get back on your feet and get things done for you so you can have a higher quality of life for you and your family. We do. Let me just also hit on that, too. Canvy is also for your direct family. We don't just stop at the veteran. It's for them and their family members. And there are times we get spouses that their service member died. We help with burial benefits. Uh, If there's benefits that are transferred over from other veterans, we help with that as well. So I just want to throw that in there real quick. That's a great service. (laughs) And that's not all of it. That's just 10%. I'm just, as I'm listening to you, my mind's just racing, honestly, about uh, all the help that men and women need coming back. And uh, I've got a curious mind, and I've always wondered this, and maybe you can tell me, uh, for a... For a man or woman that's that's gone to combat for our country, uh, served our country, mm-hmm. uh, and been maimed, hurt, uh, disfigured, uh, lost a limb, mm-hmm. how do we? How does our government treat those people? How how how? Why you mentioned it, it was difficult to get help. And what I'm thinking of when you say that, what my mind goes to is more uh, emotional issues, maybe that you're saying that you're you're overcoming. But uh, how well do we take care of our veterans? In my opinion, that's what it's about. You're in a safe place here. Yeah, not very well. Uh, But I will say this. Um, On that note, the Tyler VA Medical Center 
I have watched them on an individual scale make great strides forward that they have literally gone out of their way to work collaboratively with us. And we have helped more veterans individually through Camp V as well as the referral from them because what it came down to was you got a lot of good people working in a system that's kind of broken and I don't want to say well broken completely but it's got glitches and every system tends to be that way well that's where we fill in we're able to get past that and because we work hand in hand with them we have a great relationship with that medical center that we're able to help the veteran and help them help them as well if that makes sense to you so basically they may not have that individual in that system may not have the knowledge or the actual resource within their structure, but they know we have the resource. So they send them over to us and we make that happen, whether it be paperwork, uh, an exam needed by a doctor, or maybe finding the correct documentation to prove what they're saying and then send them back and we get it filed. And a good example of that would be uh, the last thing that we had come down congressionally was that PACT Act, the whole burn pit. You were talking about combat June. Pardon? Camp Lejeune? No, no, that's water. Okay. Uh, I'm the sorry. The PACT I, Act was, okay. uh, had to do with uh, the burn pits over in Afghanistan and Iraq where they just okay. threw anything in a that's burn right. pit and burned it. Right. And see, that's where you don't even have to be a veteran that was in combat to have been injured. Let's just say you were down with some of that yeah. stuff and you breathed in something that used to be inside of a computer monitor. Or a burning Humvee. And one thing I like to point out is that when you're in a war zone and things get blown up, well, think about it. What's the most hazardous thing in a house when it catches fire? Something made of wool because it turns to cyanide. A lot of people don't know that. I Did found not that know out. That. I had a house, house fire. I know that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, in essence, think about all that stuff that was in those burn pits and all those people out there that were breathing that stuff. And all they were were just service members doing their job within their scope and all of a sudden they find themselves with respiratory issues because they happened to be outside when the wind was going the wrong direction that day and they never even had to fire a shot i believe that's a pretty big injustice right there because why don't we why why does it take the pact act why 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 well, why is there a camp lejeune 30 years later why why don't you know, we it's help funny you these say that? people that, that that serve and it's clear i mean the uh the people in our government they understand what these uh young men and women were exposed to they're yeah. not they, they know exactly what was going on the war is not new no you no. know so it's 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 the same song second i mean i noticed with the whole uh, ukraine deal i mean uh it, they're fighting world war one Yes, they are. It seems you know, like it. And and I and when it comes right down to it, wars about trauma, loss, yep. conquering, all that is debilitating mentally and emotionally to both sides. Well, as Patton said, your job is to inflict as much damage as possible with the least amount of resources in the most efficient pattern. Doesn't sound great for mental health. <laughs> no. You know. It's not a paradise. And, so in essence, you know, and think about it, you got Agent Orange from the Vietnam era. And then, of course, you were talking about the little June. You got water that had chemicals in it. And it's it comes down to the fact that somebody, and I hate to say it like this, but you know how you can't prevent a crime until it's committed? Well, you yeah. can't. 
identify something until enough people, I guess, have passed or died. Um, and, and you know, you know what I you know. threw in the burn pit. I know. I mean, I that's uh, there, there, there's some culpability there uh, from from my perspective, and, yes. and of course, uh, everyone has a different perspective. But I just I wonder when we first uh, before we. Uh, started talking this morning on the air we were talking off the air and i was talking about uh, uh the gen z's impression of military service mm -hmm. and how it's kind of waned uh in popularity uh i don't know if it ever was popular but the 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 drive to serve seems less now with these young people than it was uh when i remember even uh and it started you know after vietnam obviously mm -hmm. you know there were some things but um do you think that when the, the young people see how we, we we ask these young people to go and give everything for us, yeah. and then they come back, and it takes uh, uh, organizations like Camp V, yep. uh, who are very—by the way, uh, if you are a veteran and you need this service, 903-566-1010. Uh, that's 903-566-1010. Um, or just stop by at 3212 West Front Street. Uh, right up from Brashear School. Yep. Right um, which is uh, uh, just right on front. 20-acre campus. Can't miss us. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so <clears throat> do you think they see that? Uh, the young people see that, and, and that affects their opinion of it? And, and, and why, <laughs> why do we—obviously, we're so thankful for Camp V, but there, there obviously was a need for it. Well, it's good you mentioned that because there was a study done back in 2017 that gave the, I'll say, the catalyst to two people, which is Susan Campbell and retired Lieutenant Colonel Jim Snow, who are our co-founders. And they're the ones that started Camp V. Then the reason for it is the East Texas at Cog area is the second largest veteran population yep. in the state of Texas, yep. but it had the least amount of resources. So there's your motivation right there. Put it all together. How brought together do we get to that point, though? Because these are our family members. So you're saying that, and I knew this already, there's a huge concentration of veterans yes. in Texas in general, but in East Texas specifically, uh, West Louisiana, that whole mm -hmm. grouping right there. How can... How did we even get there where we had all these guys and, and no resources? Well, honestly, um, I think it was something that Tyler probably didn't foresee. And it's not a bad thing on them. It's that, well, honestly, I like Tyler. Tyler's a great place I to live. I love Tyler. I got no problems yeah. with Yeah. With Tyler or uh, the country or the state or anything, I'm just simply asking questions. Well, I've lived in so many different places and out of 33 different countries, I keep telling my dad, I was like, I'd still come back to home, even though when I was younger, I wanted to leave home. That's because I didn't know any better at the time. Right. Until I went and experienced other places. Well, now that I'm older, raised two boys, and I'm, you know, going, hmm, where do I want to settle? I want to go to Tyler, where my mom was from. I'm actually originally from Marshall. So okay. I used to come over here all the time and compete against them in high school. So uh, Tyler has a wonderful structure for family, for medical. Absolutely. For and entertainment. That, it's clean. That's why I asked the question. It's it's what you want. you got excellent schools here. You know you're going to be able to educate your kid and feed your child because, well, on the average, it's not as expensive to live in Tyler as it is at other cities in Texas as oh, well sure. as the country. Mm -hmm. 
So just like my uh, director, he settled on Tyler just by throwing a dart, and he said, luckiest throw he ever had. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. Um, So your director and and the services that you offer, uh, give me a success story. Oh, gosh. Um, Besides yourself. All right. <laughs> I, mean, I think you're, you're obviously – or you can tell your story. I'm, I'm okay. open to either one of them. Okay. I will. Um, I've gotten to where I can actually tell it without getting too emotionally enthralled. Uh, I can't I went, promise that. Went we'll through see. a hor- horrible divorce. Uh, I found myself um, without anything. And it was right after I'd gotten out of service and basically was – down and out and I went down to the veteran service officers building downtown at the time talked to Miss Tiffany Williamson and basically uh, she brought me to Camp V because she could see my I'll say desperation and I got with Camp V and started volunteering and they helped me uh, get a place to live and once I got that then I got stabilized and I was still working kind at the time but not much it was off and on and well then I got a COVID grant through one of our resource providers that happens to be under Camp V's roof which is Texas Workforce Solutions their West Hub is in our office and you don't have to be a veteran to come visit it and well it was for to or it was for a job to work at Camp V as the facility manager so in essence, I got that job, started doing that, did all sorts of miscellaneous stuff around there, which actually have as the fruits of my labor are now still existent there because one of the buildings became our brand new fitness center. And it used to be a building that had wildlife in it. And I'd come in there with a stick ready to swing at them. And well, then the day came that that COVID grant ended and they decided to bring me on to their payroll as a facility manager and as luck would have it i had a good work ethic i kept my head straight i was having to go to counseling i was with a good family of people and those are the people that run camp v the we look at each other like family um so you put all that together and then all of a sudden an opportunity came up to become the community engagement manager and my boss was like, I got to find somebody with a marketing degree. Well, it just so happens I graduated from UT Tyler with a marketing degree. So he gave me a chance. It's this job. And that's where that brought me here today. That's just a great in a story. nutshell. But you just initially uh, sought out help yep. because you were desperate. Yep. And, and I'm not afraid to say it now. Uh, the fact that most service members have the hardest time putting their pride to the side and asking for help. That's what I want to touch on, Mark, and that's the reason you guys are in existence. Um, it Not only to help circumnavigate the, the vastness of government paperwork mm-hmm. to get things done, but obviously uh, to give that sm- emotional support uh, to men and women that probably are too proud to ask. Well, I like to put it like this to change their perception on it. Instead of them looking at somebody that's maybe a civilian that they don't know behind a desk wherever they go to ask for help, just know when you come to Camp V, you're asking a veteran. And in most times, a retired combat veteran. So in essence, you're just asking another brother or sister to assist you with getting something done, just like you did when you were in the service. 
What's the difference between me asking one of my lower subordinates to go do something or me being asked by one of my superiors to go do something? Are we helping each other? Are we all, all on one mission? Are we doing what's best for the whole? It's no different at Can V. Well, I was just, uh, while you are talking, it was just it really going to me of <clears throat> just how different a combat environment is to an environment when you're at home with your family, mm -hmm. where you need to be measured, where uh, you need to be calm, where you need to be emotionally available. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff is shut down, I think. I don't know. I was never in combat, but I would think to be successful in combat, uh, you don't need to be the most emotionally sensitive person in the room. No, and honestly, I, and that's one thing that sticks with us is our drill sergeants. Drill Sergeant White once said, the reason we do what we do is so soccer moms can carry a soccer team in a minivan and go to a game without having to worry about getting shot or blown up like they do in other countries. And I thought, didn't really think much into that at the time until I got out there and started doing my job and saw how these other countries are. When you see all these news reports of bad stuff going on, civilians getting hurt, you don't really have that here. Yeah, we have some crazies that do some crazy stuff, but we don't have rocket attacks. We don't have mortar attacks on a daily basis. We don't have tanks rolling through our country's borders. We don't have all that. We have first world problems. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that. Amen. No, right. No, <laughs> people sometimes forget when I when I hear them grappling so much. I think about that. You know, well, we can we can still say what we want to say. Exactly. Uh, to to some degree. I mean, you know, I mean, there's levels to anything. Yep. I can say anything I want to. Now the repercussions, that I can't control that. But I'm in a country where I can say anything I want to say. Yep. And uh, uh, the my next question is. What do the modern veterans, let's say uh, the guys that were in uh, the Afghanistan campaign, uh, how do their needs differ from like the Vietnam era guys or the or say now that we're we're in an we're in an age where we're seeing less and less mono and mono combat and more. Uh, back f from a desk, piloting drones. war games, yeah. if you will. How, do those affect uh, the soldiers differently? Well, it's funny you say that. Uh, nowadays, it used to take 50,000 soldiers, takes 10,000 because of technology. Um, but nothing at all changes when you have death on the battlefield. That's what I thought. The end result is the same. It is. You can, Doesn't you can, matter what generation is. I was in a deal at UT Tyler called Voices of Veterans where it had to do with uh, poems and writings from mm -hmm. all different generations all mm -hmm. the way back to BC. And oh, what wow. I found was there was a very sharp parallel and correlation between the PTSD of then all the way to now. It was no different. The heart, the soul, the caring, the fear, the mental strife, it was all the same. Because yeah, the no same different. thing happens whether you're looking at it on a video screen from yeah. 2,000 miles away or you're right in front of it. The result is the same. Exactly. And it's it, it's The tough. difference that has changed is the, the weapons that are used. This one's been tougher than I expected. We got a couple minutes left. You're, you, we're, all, we're all right on time. But this one has been, uh, there's a... 
there, there's places I want to go that I'm not sure I want to go, but I want to I want to close it out or begin to close it out by asking you what you want to get out there. Well. One of the things that I want to do is I want to make sure that people know about Camp V. And two of the things I would like, because people, uh, you know, associate with events and they want to know what are we doing for the community. So one of the things we've come up with is we have a 5K run coming up on March 30th, and it's 7.30 in the morning registration. Nine o'clock is when the, the uh, race starts. And also later that day, Easter egg hunt from our women's center, from our ladies at the women's center. Now, for those that don't know this, we are the sponsors for the Rose City Air Fest, which oh, okay. is now going to be on October 5th instead of during the 4th of July week when it was so hot Good. and we have a wonderful lineup uh, lined up and we look forward to a huge huge attendance for this one it's been very popular this is our fourth one at pounds field yeah at pounds field on october 5th and we look forward to uh all families coming out and enjoying the day it's going to we're going to turn it into a festival this year that's that's great and every year it's great to see the military planes fly over and and watch uh, and i know we social have media to ask what's going on and i I know we have two major assets from the Air Force coming already, which is one of them is a uh, simulator where you just like being at Six Flags, we're in there and the seats move and you're oh, wow. flying around. Okay. It's a big tractor trailer, you know, type deal where you get a whole bunch of people in there. And then there's another one called the hangar. So, yeah, it's and we've got other assets that are in the planning that I won't talk about because I don't know if they're confirmed yet. But as we get closer to the date, I can confirm them as we go. Well, let's wrap up here, giving the phone number one more time. It's nine oh three. 566-1010. Camp V is located at 3212 West Front Street, uh, just by Brashear School. Yep. Mark, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, and uh, I appreciate everything Camp V does for the local community. I appreciate being here, Lonnie. In Focus is a weekly public affairs program featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. In Focus is produced by KTBB and the Team Sports Radio, and we thank you for for listening. Join us again next week.